What's the word, everybody? It is the season finale, episode eight of the Wheel of Time. What's the phrase of the night? I'm going to say, as Uno would say, mother's milk in a cup. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. Wow. Wow. What's the word, everybody? I'm Amanda Sadai. This is Warder Bill. And I'm just, I'm just having a lot of feelings. I am having a lot of feelings. So. What chief among them? Chief among them is, um, I think the, the word of the night is choices, right? Because there was a lot of ground to cover in, in episode eight. And I do think one thing they did right was a lot of streamlining, um, Consensus among fans, and at least uh, with myself and the people I chat with, is the end of the Eye of the World was confusing anyway. So I know mm-hmm. that you, it was one of the few of the Wheel of Time books you read. When you read the Eye of the World, did you get to the end and just kind of be like, wait, 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 who are these people? What's happening? What's this chord? What's going on? Do you recall? Um, no, it was a little bit, um, I don't know, like kind of cerebral, like, like yeah, you know, and, yeah. Uh, so it was it was confusing for me, and uh, and it's been years. Um, I just remember it was mission accomplished, really. Like, right? Yeah, mission yeah. accomplished. Mission yeah. accomplished. So, um, but yeah, nothing. Like there were a lot, a lot of parts of the the original book that that stuck with me, and the, the end, end was wasn't one of them. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So coming into episode eight, I had a few predictions, namely fewer forsaken. Um, that you know the 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 two rivers gang would contribute more because I remember them just kind of sitting around at, at at the end of the book, um, and that uh, it would be streamlined because I remember thinking I'm like I don't think they can do it like this, um, so in some ways I would say mission accomplished. I think that non book fans probably understood the ending, and for me it was a very um, Lord of the Rings ending, like the Fellowship is breaking up in a way, um, without any of the um, the weight. I would say, like it, it like again, okay. th- this is where the the. So again, there were a lot of uh, nice moments for this, and I think a lot of ways it, it mostly worked. But that was an area where they because they kept the characters mostly apart for the entire show. Yeah, and uh, so them being apart and them being. Sp- them splitting it, it obviously comparing the split uh, at the end of, of fellowship is uh that's an impossible thing to, to to match up with right sure yeah um and and in here you're it was doomed from the outset i think when they started to be like okay we're just gonna they, they knew each other and we're gonna let them go their own way well i mean so in eye of the world people do split up and come back together yes but they had way more time together like this okay. was again this everything just the the issues uh, did run throughout the the show of just like too many things that you like did they made a lot of cuts they made a lot of streamlines they made a lot of like merge of characters and, yeah uh, so and that's all well and good but I think that all of the work they did the the thing that was impacted the most was the relationships this is the thing I've harped on the most yeah the 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 interactions between the characters was was uh, hampered and it, they paid the price for it here sure I sure. mean I, you you. Did you really feel a whole lot when Nynaeve and Egwene, that scene at the very end? Mm, um, I was busy picking things apart. Okay, sure. Um, But no, I've always felt like Nynaeve and Egwene had closest. They were were together for most of it, except for the little tinker excursion. 
I do understand their bond, and I do think they care deeply about each other. Um, I think the most confused character they have in the show, though, is Perrin. Um, yeah. They really only half committed to the Wolf Brother thing. I think that they're yeah, waiting for them to come back. The yeah, whole time. I was yeah, waiting. Yeah. I was like waiting, like okay, like when are the wolves really going to be a thing? Sure. Um, even if it wasn't necessarily it was in the a... first book, and I think the main problem is they didn't do it with Elias. I think Elias really had to be the example of a man who talks to wolves, and these are my wolves. These are my friends. Hey, yeah, let me I introduce you. I don't think you need that. that. I think that. I think that would have been more noise. I think that it was pretty. He found his way to the wolves, and they like they had the exposition in the moment of like, oh, they're here and they're ripping pe- people's throat throats out on my behalf. On my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they alluded to it two or three more times in the next in the uh, the preceding episodes, right? Or the episodes of the fault. And to, like, I think he was the biggest problem this episode because he, yeah. the whole time was, what are we gonna do? Sitter that whole want to be a, a great motivational speech. And then, but you still kind of sit around. Right, right. So, I mean, we did have a moment of like, do I use the axe? But he didn't use the axe. He chose it, but he didn't use it. Yeah, that was Um, a huge, huge disappointment. Huge disappointment. I think that like, you know, maybe he could have heard the wolves and decided, no, I'm not going to send them. Like there should have been, I mean, that's his gimmick. That's his thing. Why didn't we see that? And, and, you know, why didn't we see the leader, you know, the, the future Lord Perrin? Like, why didn't we... Who I don't think they know who he is yet. I don't yeah. think they've really. It's an found... easy solve too. Like, yeah, it, it could have. No, I mean, so the way where I writing this, I would make it so that when he called the wolves and the white cloaks, that a lot of innocent people maybe his club, sure. so he couldn't control them, and so when he had the chance, maybe here to be like, do I do it in his eyes? You know, start him, but but he starts to realize like these people these innocent people who collateral are damage yeah sure. exactly yeah, and so i can't do it yeah i don't know something but instead they just dropped that thread and made him unimportant like oh you're Tavaren. well guess what he's a Tavaren who's doing jack like he's he's not yeah doing anything um i i think it's interesting how they're um how they've sort of moved into book two stuff while in book one yeah, it's um, boring, but well, no, no, definitely not. Like Rand going solo. Um, I think that they're. I think that because of their issues with Matt, you're not going to have like the Rand and Matt buddy journey um, uh, with the Horn of Valier because the Horn of Valier is now already taken by Fane. So you know when I was complaining about like, oh my God, why would they call that blood calls blood? Like we're never going to have the blood calls blood scene. It's never going to happen because Fane already has. The horn. So yes, there's going to be like a hunt for Pad and Fane, but I I think it's going to be much truncated, and I think that they I think Rand might go directly to the Stone of Tear. I think they're honestly cutting at this point. I think I don't think it's a good use of effort, and you're going to frustrate yourself a lot. If you enjoy, it, that's fine. But the speculation, it, we're we're rudderless. We're kind of you know it seems pretty whimsical at this point. And it can be a good ride, you know. It could be a fun ride, but I think if you're going to be like, well, that, that means that this and this, like, I th- it's fun to speculate on that. But I think that this is where a lot of people have had their biggest qualms. Is is that like is trying too hard to predict and then finding it's, that it's they're going to be do, different? I think when you start doing that kind of prediction, generally speaking, and maybe maybe you will enjoy it. I think that you're setting yourself up for disappointment, and you need to say like. There's a ride, and I'm going for it. And you, you know what I mean? Like, it can be fun to speculate, 
But have you, I guess the Elida thing you were speculating Oh, on. okay. So I'm really excited to hear what you all uh, think about this. Moiraine, when she was talking to Rand about the Aes Sedai who knew that Moraine was going to be going places, who came to her room and beat her every night, uh, we all know that's <laughs> Elida. Um, but our, I, I thought that she was going to be like, and Leandrin knew it, and 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 give a tell that like they have merged the Elida and Leandrin plot lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think that they're still going to have Elida, or do you think that they'll reveal later on that that Aes Sedai who beat her was was Leandrin? Um, so, I think that that was that was something that really kind of like caught my attention and kind of got me thinking and theorizing. But like, no, I disagree with you. I fully plan on continuing to theorize because that's what I did when the books were coming out. Like my favorite thing. And you know, I can link this if you want is back in the day, we had something called the wheel of time fact. And it was just this one long FAQ early internet where every single time the books were updated, all of the best like theorizers would contribute to the, to the fact. And then like certain questions would have like a little green icon saying updated. And I would be like, Oh my God, it's updated. And then I would go and I would read the theories and I would, after every single book came out, that was like my ritual was like, okay, what are people saying? What's going on? Just like, you know, we all watch these videos right now, you know? And so, no, I'm not going to stop theorizing about where this is going and what it's going to do. I'm that's, to me, that's the fun of it. I don't mean to be the party pooper. I'm just saying that you've been disappointed, and I'm just bracing you for more disappointment wow. in that regard. Well, I mean, you know, don't don't take it the wrong way. I'm just saying that's not how it's going down, and that's why so many people are really upset about the show is is that you're all of this stuff is kind of on a whim. A lot of the dis- I uh, don't story. think that a lot of this was a whim. I think it was choices, and that's why I said, like the beginning of the show, this was about they, okay. choices and okay, streamlining. Well, they're making they're making bad choices then. Okay. Um, I think that we've ap- having wrapped up this season. I think that a lot of it, a lot of decisions. I, I don't envy them for the complexity of these choices, and I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that they couldn't control, and a lot of stuff you have all these different interested parties and you have contracts with certain actors who are like, I need this and I need like, I got to have this much of a role. I get it. Um, these things are incredibly complex. If you've worked on anything that's collaborative creatively, uh, especially at this, you know, if it's 10 million episode, mm. there's mm. going to be a lot of, uh, stakeholders. Um, I just think that, uh, I think it's, it's too complex for us to go in and say like, this is what the story really is. Because I think even at its heart, and I, again, I say this to someone who overall has enjoyed it. I think this episode was like, it didn't quite pull off the miracle that I it needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was enough to be like, okay, cool. We resolved a lot of the, like, it, it didn't go full, like, okay, this is just casting itself into the sea. Like, right. like the last right. episode, I was thinking it was going to. Yeah. No? It's funny. No, I just want to address, like... Thank you all for so many views on episode seven. But man, we got flamed from all sides. The people who um, love have, are, but no, people who are loving the show are like, you guys are so mean. And the people who are much more purists are like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. And it was like, I just thought it was interesting because our other episodes have been really positive and like low numbers of views. And then all of a sudden we put out something negative and it was like, wow. I, so I don't think I, so I think a lot of the 
engagement was generally coming from, uh, I'm speaking generally here, but was coming from people who were generally negative on things. Yeah. But I don't think there was a lot of flaming. I think a lot of it was, I mean, some of it, again, generalizing. We were told we had no empathy. Well, okay, yes. This, this, <laughs> it's, it's the internet. There's always going to be yeah, a few I know, comments I just that are like, whoa, funny. easy. Like, you know? like as soon as like we start to go a little bit negative, it's all like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. But, um, right, so they had a lot that they had to pull off in this episode, and they resolved it neatly that's like my compliment is like okay that wasn't how it was in the books but honestly it was it was easier to understand than the book it was easier to understand in the book it was wrapped up more neatly although um, i will say so the one thing i will say about the the book is that it was like again one of the other bigger biggest failures of this was just the sense of stakes and just it's just really unclear even though okay. the scenario in the book is a lot uh, less clear mm-hmm. the stakes for everyone the investment the 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 weight of i'm losing i'm going to lose my mind whereas they kind of just like kind of hint at it here and there yeah. mention it a few times i'm just I'm not feeling any of it i'm not feeling any of the stakes you know um yeah and i suppose that there wasn't really the glory either i just remember mm-hmm. just the goosebumps of when they open up the chest there's the horn of valir and then when they raise the dragon banner like i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that and and we got a pretty sad um anticlimactic ending um so what i found interesting was they took what happened to Egwene during her accepted um ceremony and made it Rand's dream for the future. So um, when Egwene walks through the, the Turang Rial to become an accepted, she's faced with a life that she made with Rand, um, and they have this baby Joya. And when the way, you know, the way comes but once, which is just a line that gives me, again, the goosebumps, um, and she needs to leave Rand and the baby to become an Aes Sedai, like, that was, like, gut-wrenching. I remember she fell out of the Turangrial just, like, sobbing. Like, I had a baby. We were happy. Like, how could you do this to me? And, mm. you know, the the accepted, um, the, the, the three-door Turangrial that they, they go to, the doorways, it's meant to challenge you, and it's meant to weed out the weak from, and it's meant to be like, well, if you want to be an Aes Sedai, like, you need to continue, you need to push. And the fact that they took Egwene's dream for herself and made it Rand's sort of Ishmael's uh, hallucination I guess um I thought that it was really interesting and it, it 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 made sense you think of the devil and temptation and that's really what that was it was the devil tempting you just being yeah. like you can have everything you want you just have to say yeah, so, yes I mean, to that, me that does again then we talk about the changes made along the way that does somewhat justify that like the okay i guess he's back to trying to get together with a again right it's like but they were like that no they, no, no they were they, they, together they, in the books just not as intensely yeah i mean yeah. so that, that's why they were doing this and but I, my point here is in the the show it felt pathetic and it, it, it i think yes i felt it was a detriment to Rand's character, yeah. and again, so these are decisions, and I get it now because I, I don't care who has the mm-hmm. the dream. I'm like that—that's the kind of stuff that is like that. Okay, that's a good change for the story because. Yeah. Um, now that said, I didn't feel like this idealized home life vision that he had was something that I was invested in or would really believe because we didn't feel that along the way. It was this sort of rocky relationship. 
that wasn't earned. And I get what they're trying to do, but it, it just, uh, I have no empathy. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, did you feel it? Like I did because cast aside what you know about no, where, where things go. No, That scene early on, I think it was in the first episode was when Rand was sitting on the mountain, looking at the two rivers and Egwene says like, what are you thinking about? And he said, I was thinking about the family. I was hoping to raise here in the two rivers. Like Rand wanted kids. Rand had said he wanted, in this show, not the books, he wanted nothing more than a simple life in the two rivers. And that's what that, like, Ishamael knew that. He he showed him that. And I felt it. I believed it. I I don't think that necessarily it was, like, the right way to go. It could just be me being an idiot, um, just forgetting that. But I guess it didn't really. It's it's also a problem when you talk about, um, I mean, that's what he had and it was sort of going to be a foregone thing and and I, I from a hero's journey perspective you know that sort of rejecting the the call um but to continue the thread of like like i mean i guess frodo wanted to go back you know he wanted the adventure and he says no i don't want the adventure and then he goes in the adventure is like i don't want that i want to go back <laughs> you mm-hmm. know um so i don't know maybe i guess it's kind of sad to still wind up at that like I guess there's nothing pulling him back, and that's kind of where the show left off here, where it was okay. You you did the thing, but now he's got to be alone. Like he's he right, can't... but that call there isn't. I mean, it doesn't quite. I appreciate the sacrifice there, but it's not a very good. Uh, it neither felt like a mission accomplished nor a on to the next challenge kind of thing. And so, uh, I mean, right? I mean, well, let's take a step back. Um, Ishmael, what would you what would you think? Not scary enough, not tempting enough. He was just kind of like a guy. Um, yeah. If he was more charismatic and almost had you being like, oh no, if he said that to me, I, probably, I would probably take that offer. Like, I never got that far, but I also wasn't like, oh my god, he is going to crush me. Um, uh. <laughs> You know, first of all, did he like like he stilled Moraine? I mean, I didn't see her ageless. I didn't see her, you know, revert to like a younger self. Is she just like massively shielded? Um, I don't know if this is a question we can answer. I think it, at this point, uh, you know, uh, Loyal's not really dead and and it's just like everyone's gonna come back well i'm also a little bit annoyed like they they reinforce so many times like you can't heal death you can't heal death nobody ever heals death and in the books nobody heals death like it's not like it's the kind of thing like you can't heal stilling like (laughs) like no no no. like you can't heal death Nynaeve looked pretty dead yeah 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 the one thing i did like about the linking scene is that they did foreshadow Lady Amelisa's um, weakness in the power. You know, they they talked about how she was sort of cast out of the tower. She had never been um, raised. I think I think she was just a novice or just an. Ex- oh no, she got the accepted. Wait, was she accepted? I don't remember. This is super nerdy. But bottom line is no, 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 no. Like, let me have my fun. They said that she was too weak to continue, and so when she linked up with everybody and felt like the sweetness of Sidar and like. You know, in the books, they talk about, like, it's just ecstasy, and you can't hang on to it too long. You will burn yourself out. I I actually really kind of enjoyed that, oddly enough. What? Them burning out? 
Yeah, because, like, it showed somebody who was so weak. She probably only had, like, a trickle of power before what it was like to, like, truly feel the ecstasy of, of, of channeling yeah, Sidar. That's pretty good. And, uh, although, and, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, that, that was kind of neat. I, I liked the uh, the sort of Galadriel moment she had there, you know? Yeah. Uh, Galadriel uh, as the dark queen. The dark queen, yeah. Um, <laughs> again, another thing with it, like, so Egwene suddenly is a super healer woman. Like, like she, I loved the scene where she did that weak-ass weak channel. And yeah. then suddenly she's just, oh, I, I don't know, I guess she had the the, the 5G suddenly because of the, the, that connection. And, oh, speaking of 5G, 5G, hey, remember the time I said this was a sci-fi? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Oh, who saw? I know no, that's roundly like, going to be. we all know that the Age of Legends was the future. Yeah. This The series is not a sci-fi series. Oh, oh. Okay. None of us would argue. Okay, your your friends argued that the Age of Legends wasn't the future, but, like, it clearly was. Like, we've addressed this. The Age of Legends is the future. Yeah, they had the flying car. Like, it was the future. Oh, but the, it's that, that the, doesn't make it... the Pottery Barn catalog home they had. Well, that's not their home. That oh, was... Yeah. Well, that was Lucerne's home, I guess. Not Latropose is not his wife. It's not Eliana! We never got... Sh- sure. Sure. The point of it is that was a an abode. <laughs> Somebody lived there. Yeah, Lucerne. Yeah, okay, so... Loose Theron's home was, was a very pottery, pottery barn. barn. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, and what was was there? I mean, I, I like the way that they mirrored that with uh, Egwene and, and Rand later on. But was there? Am I stupid? What was the purpose of that? Why do we show that? Is that just fan service? I so know, I know what you're flying for that, but the, like... the cold open was meant to show who the first, not first, geez, um, who the last dragon was uh give him a face give him a name so that at the end when rand was remembering where he was which i don't know where that was um it's pointless like I, like that was a pointless scene it uh it showed sci-fi uh but it's okay there's a the guy i think they wanted to show that loose theron was measured, thoughtful, um, not this horrific kinslayer. And I think that it wanted to show us what the madness, like just like how terrible the madness can be. Because here we saw he was diplomatic, smart, passionate about right, what But he if was you're not going to go anywhere with that, what's the purpose of, of it? Just slow down, slow down what you, you had a lot to get to in this episode. And I think we got to a decent amount of it, but... Not, uh, anyway. Well, I think the conversation wasn't well written with Latropose. I think it was very exposition-y. Like, I think that they could have had a really interesting snippet. Yeah. Um, I also wasn't crazy about just seeing subtitles, um, because the old tongue, it didn't sound like the way I pictured the old tongue, um, and it was distracting for me. I kind of wish that they were just speaking English. Why? No way. Um... I, like to me that 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 really sells the time difference, you know. Like I, I loved his outfit. Oh, I yeah. thought Loose Theron was very sharp. Okay, I like I am all in favor of this Loose Theron. The um, the the woman, I was not impressed with her outfit. No, the, the, it was kind of weird, like hammer pants. Yeah. Um, it's good to know that those come back in a couple thousand years. <laughs> um, everything cyclical. It's a wheel. Speaking of which, it's not the last battle 
it's the first. Yeah. He's like, ah. okay, so the battle's but before. If there were no beginnings or endings, is there really even a last battle? Yeah. Right? Mean, like... So the, the, the other battles were uh, like negative battles, I'm guessing, <laughs> right? Programmer counting. Um, so were there any moments that stood out to, well, I mean, I've got one thing that I like, can't wait to talk about, but like, but were there anything that, was there anything that stood out to you as like, this was great? Well, I'm not, I'm not done with, uh, okay, sure. We, uh, well, I, I, I think the Ishmael thing is, is pretty important because I think it speaks to, okay. Okay. So watching that scene and in the whole, the whole of the blight, I like when they found the body and the story and then the, the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the his introduction, even though so it was a little uneven effects wise, mm-hmm. and uh, the mask looked a little goofy. But when he shot yeah. it and started swallowing up, I I, I felt like oh this is gonna that be, was cool. This I is gonna that. be a ride. Yeah. yeah, and I kind of liked that they immediately went to his human face, uh, and they but I, I just kept being like okay when's it gonna change when's something gonna happen when like so I I like being confronted with unexpected and. And being uh, in an uncharted water like that, mm-hmm. but as you said uh, earlier, that it, he wasn't as charismatic as he could have been. There I just something... think he was like middle of the road. Yeah. Like, yeah. either be charming or be scary. Make an impression on me. Um, other than his look, he was very forgettable. Like the performance was forgettable, but like the look, like oh, I do think that he looked like how I pictured a Shamayo. Yeah. Um, Elon. Tedrani something. Yeah. Uh, but the whole of the blight did make me realize that for most of the show, and I've seen some people talk about, including Luke and Eric and some friends, just about how... Shout out. Uh, how uh, tight some of the sets feel. And I kind of like that. I like the, the intimacy of it. And I think a lot of that is done for the sake of you know budget. But... Most of the conversations in the dialogue are are done on, on pretty pretty much shot reverse shot close up wise, mm-hmm. and the sense of scale it's gorgeous scenery, right? And I understand that sometimes we move from the the wilderness stuff was great. Mm-hmm. We move really far away from the wilderness stuff. There's a couple shots yeah. here and there. I mean, but Faldara, like that was expansive. That was all very uh, the, the table here. Um, that stuff felt very fake and set like the 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 skyline was i think some of the worst in the the, the history of the show like okay. it was it was very fake and and the lighting was very fake and a lot of the lighting in this episode in particular uh gave it a very surreal uh not not in a good way a very surreal feel and yeah I, so I, I think that um it's a real problem with the direction here and i don't know how much of of this is to compensate for budget, but like we gotta pull the shots because you've never seen the characters together. And I'm complaining. One of the mm. biggest parts, of the, one of the biggest problems with the show, is the character interactions, and it's all like close up, close up, close up, close up, close up, close. And I don't get so that scene with Moraine and and Rand and the Blights. It, 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 I can imagine where they'd be like, this is supposed to feel claustrophobic, but that then that carried into the dream, and then it carried into whatever that was. What, what what's that scenery that they were fighting? Was that is that the eye? I mean, like. So I don't think there was an eye of the world, um, which is weird. <laughs> a failing, I suppose. Um, <laughs> maybe the eye of the world is just Uno's single eye. I love Uno. I wish there was more Uno. He just had a little bit, a little bit of swearing, a little bit. 
Yeah, we, that, we need more Uno. That's another example of like, why, why are we doing, why are we even bothering with these characters? Because he'll play a bigger part later. Like, they're just interesting. Wasn't he dead? No, Uno's not dead. No. The guy who looked like Blade from uh, He-Man? He's not dead. And neither is Loyal. Okay, I buy that. But so you're telling me that uh, Nynaeve, Loyal, Blade, presumably his assistant. It's Uno! Like, He's got one eye. It's very easy to remember. Uno. Oh, played. Whatever. He's he's played from He-Man. Okay. Um, Discuss. (laughs) (laughs) Props to you if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, You can't. There's only so much you can pull the not dead. You can't wipe the entire cast and then have them come back. What the hell was Matt doing? I I was intrigued. Bias (laughs) for Matt aside is like, because she's saying, I want to watch it again, but she's saying... Uh, you know, they may turn to darkness in the show and him. And I'm like, yeah, and he's Anakin, in Tarvalon. Like, yeah, and it can yeah. go burn down the tower. <laughs> go slaughter no! some younglings. No. Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> They're going to have such a hard time oh, pulling dude, back. Quick aside. Okay. Can I, can I, spoiler for uh, the Obi-Wan show? I mean, I guess. They are talking. They're, they're reshooting the youngling scene. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a what whole thing. What do you thing. mean? Yeah. Like to see intimate details of it? So, okay. I mean, I can go a little further. Just again, give me give me 30 seconds. Um, Grogu, maybe with the younglings, and witnessing Anakin slaughter. <laughs> slaughter the we younglings. We need a new show. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um... I forgot my train of thought that was Wheel of Time related. I'm so sorry, but this is that. I mean, if you see him doing the march into the uh, the the Jedi HQ, just like uh, Anakin slaughtering novices, um, <laughs> Matt would slaughter some novices. If you're gonna you know make a I mean. change in season two, if you're gonna take one liberty, but here's it. what I'm saying: if they kept Barney Harris, which they did not. Go for it. Go go all the way dark, dark Matt. They cast the most fresh-faced young lad as Matt. You never know There's how they're no, going to... I don't know how he's going to look evil. Yeah. He's like the most fresh-faced, like, set the badger on the lawn, Matt. It's very, like, OG Matt, not dark Matt. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Donald yeah. Flynn. He's got big shoes to fill. Sorry. We're, one of, at least one of the many comments was like, you guys should write up some notes before and stop just rambling. I mean, we could, but yeah. we just like to have fresh experiences. Like, we literally just watched it, and you're, I like extemporaneous. You're, well, no, you're the one that's got the structured brain, so I should stop interrupting and, and talking I did, about yeah, I did forget a number of the things I was going to say. But like I said, highlights from this. Oh, were, so, um, so you felt like, in a way, Ishmael was a highlight? I, I'm not sure there. I, I, like, again, I think the way it was directed was weird, and... Yeah, no, I think it's kind of a on the on the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, I give him credit for doing something that's unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as I've always said, the, the best villains are the ones you can be in the room with. But I didn't get he didn't show that little bit of dark side where you're negotiating and, and the mask comes off slightly, and you're like, right. oh, okay, whoa, right? Whoa. Like I didn't buy him as like one of the thirteen most powerful evil Aes Sedai of all time. Like I like he's a dude. Well, I said like, I like and I like that. Forget about the illusion. Forget about mm-hmm. you know being with Egwene and that whole thing. I like that. I didn't. 
part of me was like, okay, well, yeah, I could see this working out okay for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. And and uh, he seems like a reasonable guy. Right. You know? And and so... Sean Mayhill, reasonable guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a failing or a success? I don't know. I think it's a failing in that, again, we haven't echoed the threat enough on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it may be a, a success by accident. It may have failed upward. Where they were like, hey, we're here, and this guy's kind of making some good points. But it's because you're not like, wait a minute, no, you're not, you know, so. Well, what I, I also want to know, like, are the seals just huge now? Like, were they sitting on the seals, and she was like, Quendi are, and, Ran, and Lan was like, oh no. Like, was that. Is that a real name? Tight. Sorry, okay. Was the giant tile in the floor, like, was that one of the seven seals? Also, like, you can't just carry those in your bag. It's huge. Are they different sizes? Are there teeny tiny ones? Are there medium ones? So we saw, what, three or four murderall. 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 They don't even say it in the show. They just say a fade. Well, it's probably because, yeah. Um, they're like, really, you call it a murder all? Really? But uh, um, that's it for the Dark One's powers? You saw a few dark friends? Like, nothing else? We didn't see any. Um, what are the baddie guys? I mean, guys they were again? supposed to be three Forsaken at the Eye. So. Who are the baddie guys again? Bad guys. Batty. Batty. Drag car. Did not see yeah. any drag car. Um, yeah. No gray men. I think those come later, though. Uh-huh. That's Green Man. He was also not in this. No green man, no Somesta, no no eye of the world. Like there was no eye of the world in Eye of the World. I'm not sure I'm over that. Yeah, well, you got all summer to figure this out. <laughs> I got plenty of time to think on that. Actually, when is season um, two? So rumor has it that it's going to be late spring. Oh, which I'll take new, new spring, spring even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that's terribly creepy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go to my highlight. Yes. The Sean Chan have arrived. So I have been. Why? They're terrifying looking. Everything. The the goofy. I was scared of them. I was definitely like, oh no. They are way more intimidating than I expected. Although they don't. They don't look the way I expected. So with the Sean Chan. Tattooed faces. Always see. The one with the tattooed faces is very cool. Yeah. So what you see in the books are. Lots of black lacquer, a lot of gold, a lot of cool tones, lots of grays. So I pictured the Shan Shan almost being like very borderline futuristic looking. Um, whereas this interpretation of the Shan Shan to me looked very almost like tribal. Yes. Like um, Maori. I think that they. I think that they may have got some, taken some pages out of like Maori lore with like right, like the the lower face tattoos. And um, some of the shapes. Uh, and I also I, I felt like the Shan Shan had like heavy, um, like Asian aesthetic in, in a lot of like what they wore and, and how they um, were dressed and just, and just um, the, like, like in, like what did that the lacquered fingernails do? and what was it? What did that little girl do? I know. She got their wrath. They she got a big old wave. You're stealing all them clams? She's just taking all the Sean Chan <laughs> Tsunami clams. Tsunami right I mean, at you. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you could clearly Sean see like clams. the the, the, the Damani were... Terrible. I, I didn't think they were terrible at all. I think that no, that was the pun. highlight. I just, I just said Sean clams. 
Sean Clems. No. Sean, no, Sean, Sean. I'm not going to go there. Uh, um, I th- I was excited, and I think that it set it up wh- where people are going to be excited. Um, they're forced to be reckoned with, and um, I think that if... Demonic can be terrifying, and the idea of leashing women who can channel is terrifying, and so I think that um, their numbers were huge. I think that it's going to look really cool, and so that's something this, I'm looking this, forward to. I mean, it does echo one of my problems with the book and why I kind of like, all right, well, you figure your stuff out and eventually I'll, I'll finish it when you actually finish the, finish the series. It's just like, you don't need so many of the same types of threats. It's just kind of like, who are the Shan, Shan Chan like? Well, no, just so many, there are so many threats to your ability to channel that it's just like, just pick, pick one. That's you don't need to keep like, Oh, but these guys are really great wars and these guys are really great wars. And these guys are really good at stopping from channeling. And these guys are really good. And it's just like, it's not helping the story. Like you have to, you can't keep telling the same, uh, communicating the same ideas over and over again. It's, it, you're just not respecting my time. I don't think I, I just disagree. So, Yes, you have many different factions of people, but they're all so different. Like the Aiel are hardened warriors totally from living in the desert. Totally get it. The people, yeah, I, I understand that they're different, but I'm just saying, uh, functionally, from a story perspective. Yeah, know. from a story perspective, conquering the world and like dealing with all that stuff is is complex, and you have lots of different factors and li- different factions. Don't you think? I mean, like. This is a savior narrative. Don't you think every, you know, different society and different religion has a different imagining of how they're going to win in in the very end? Right? So, uh, I, I just think that uh, I have to belabor uh, the usual comparison, but I think Sauron has a bunch of forces. Mm-hmm. But they're all serving the same thing and they all have the same interests. Right. This is much more human than that. Like in Lord of the Rings, the maybe, like, maybe. you know, um, you know, Gondor doesn't need a king. They're kind of like slightly independent. Then you've got like Theoden who's like kind of yeah, under maybe. the impression. It's politics. And Jordan does politics on a global scale. By pulling in these other armies and like, don't get me started on the last battle in Shara. Yeah, but I, I, that I, was too much. I think the 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 difference here is that, um, and I I get what you're saying. You, you I, I think I agree. Uh, however, I think in Lord of the Rings, most of the um, sort of supplemental or, or sort of like duplicative or whatever mm-hmm. uh, f- um, forces, you know, the um, what you call it, the who the who the guys who ride the elephants. The Haradrim? Yeah, sure. So they, they, they're called in by Sauron and that whole thing. But they're really just uh, uh, different aspects of, of the same hurdles. Whereas in, in, in Jordan, so much of it are just distractions. I mean, like, we're going to go over here. Forget about that, that dark one thing. Well, now we're going to talk about the politics of this thing. And it's just like, they're all kind of distractions. So it's a difference of scope. Lord of the Rings is a trilogy. Wheel of Time is 14 books. Uh, but I, I know that. But I'm saying my, my issue comes from a place of it not respect. And you, you enjoy it. That's great. The reason I stopped was because it didn't respect my time. Now, it's funny because the show is the opposite problem where they're... Uh, Two. Yeah, exactly. And, and, well, it's also the choices and that kind of thing. Well, the choices they're making about what to, to, to cut and what to change. Yeah. Um, but uh, especially for a, a, a 
when did um was it 94 when did uh lord of the rings come out mm. 40 uh, anyway uh you, you think about how tight that is comparatively and I get it, so that's fine. People love that in fantasy, like people like verbose. I get it. I'm just I'm pointing it out just from a story. Certainly verbose. It's complicated. It's complex. So, you know, I was just watching a video of Brandon Sanderson give a lecture on plot, and he was talking about promise payoff, which is usually all you ever hear about people talking with craft, like the promise of the premise. The difference that Sanderson adds is progress. That's the third P, and that's the most important P. That's great. So what you feel is, okay, I'm not at the promise of the premise, but I see the progress toward it, and I feel satisfied. So So that caveat there perfectly uh, summarizes what I'm I'm getting at. Okay. Again, distractions. Okay. So uh, I get, like, I'm not questioning the world building, or that it's that stuff is good, but it it just feels needless. And I I come from a film background where it's it's like you know I'm, I'm a page hitting, a minute. It's tight. Sure. Yeah, and and so I, I it just feels like it's great that you can. It's a whole different skill set to world build on that level. And I'm not trying to diminish that, but for me, it's just like okay, move this along. <laughs> right, right. Um. Well, so this episode Congress. for me was a mixed bag. Um, yeah, you should watch his lecture. It's really good. I love Brandon Sanderson and I love the Stormlight Archive and who knows, maybe I'll do some episodes on it. Um, but I, I feel like that's one of the things that propels his books forward where other fantasies have a slog. And I did do a video about the Wheel of Time slog and we'll be putting that up soon. Um, and I have a theory about, about why the slog happened, but, um, yeah, this episode was a mixed bag for me. Mm. Um, I think that it's definitely going to require another viewing mm-hmm. um now that i have this perspective and i can look at the at this uh season one as a body of work and not ask where's this going why are they doing this blah blah blah. i want to watch it all together and be like okay so, did that work or not you yeah, know yeah. and right now i feel like i don't necessarily have that perspective because i've got sure what happened in the books and um i feel like i need some more perspective so and that's this great. I'd love to watch it again for sure. Um, with all the changes, yeah. Do you feel like it it captured the spirit um, and all the all the liberties they took? Do you feel like it captured effectively captured the spirit uh, the spirit of the book? Given the length, when you talk about okay, can you really do eight hours? Can you do Wheel of Time? Sorry, uh, Eye of the World in eight hours, and and uh, get across what you need to. Yes. But it did not capture the wonder. So my big complaint about um, the Harry Potter movies... He doesn't like Harry Potter at all. I enjoyed the books. I hated the movies. And I feel like what the books had that never made it to the screen was the charm. There was a very warm charm Mm -hmm. um, that really drew you into the books. That the movies felt cold and flat... And even though it had most of the same plot points, it did not capture the charm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did it for me for Wheel of Time is just like the wonder and the immersion in that world and just wanting to live it. Like I just, you know, I just didn't get that, oh my God, I want to be an Aes Sedai out of the show. Yeah. Um, or you certainly didn't want to be Rand. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, poor Rand, my poor baby. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No offense um, to the actor. He did, I think he, oh, he did a great good. job. Great. He did a great job. Uh, I liked Yosha. Not much to work with there. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm I, like, 
between the the lack of of any sort of i mean it's like well don't channel we, we get that we, we got, we've got that part um but we didn't really get to see him what that was like that little taste yeah. You know, I mean, he held out that green thing. Oh, I guess well, it was also, grill. you know, I have to say now that, like, in retrospect, um, Moiraine spent 20 years of his life searching for the Dragon Reborn so he could make it to the last battle, and she just lets him go after the first battle. And, um... But it wasn't like... Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. So, that was kind of like a meh rain. You know, she was just kind of like... Yeah, I almost wish he'd, like, if you're going to take a liberty, I wish he had, like, had a touch. She had lost her powers, and she started to see him go, and so she let him go out of fear. And, like, I'm not going to be able to stop him right now. I have to re- sure. I have to regroup. But basically, like, her quest, she's just like, oh, well. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. know that she lets him go for a while in the books, but the context is different. It's, yeah, it's she wa- just she wa- not She wound up kind of being a bit of a mess here, huh? Yeah, I mean, if, if Maureen... Like, one of the things that, that was great about Maureen is that her motivation was clear. Find the la- find the dragon, get him to the last battle intact, in, in, in right? Profit. And um, what was that? Number three, profit. Profit? Yeah. Profit out of it? That's the... It's South Park joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just feel like that didn't happen. And so... Um, I mean, in book two, like I said, like Rand, Rand does eventually go his own way, especially in book three. Um, but this just sort of seemed like a mea culpa. I don't know. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they put all... They, like, she was what they invested the most into. And on most every level, I don't think it wore. Like, the, the thing with Lan didn't work and he just showed up and like the the training that he got to go and get her tell and all all the stuff that's just like ugh. okay fine but like you better pay it off and they get together and i like that moment where he saw his city oh Malkir, here oh man hold it for a little bit longer like it yeah. wasn't clear and then the, the little awkward you were you thought the little breakup moment that he had with with uh Nynaeve worked uh, because it's what in the books it's the line that everybody fell in love with land like i'll hate the man you choose because he's not me and you know like just sure but this is what i mean about unearned because it came out of nowhere based on the show <laughs> on the show it was out of nowhere you can make the case for where it, it was properly set up and it wasn't so well just... we're gonna do a rewatch so yeah so um and then they're like, okay, I, I guess there's. It wasn't just a one night stand, and so now they're breaking up, and they're it wasn't, heartbroken it, about it or whatever. So, you were busy yammering during it, and I was like, <laughs> shut up, this is my moment. <laughs> but I said one thing. <laughs> you, you were talking, and I couldn't properly focus. Anywho, um, but no, like they did that, did that in, in out of the world. Did that? Did that work for you? The well, you didn't have him next to you, so did it work? <laughs> I literally said like what? I said <laughs> I think I may need to watch season two like in an isolation booth. <laughs> I, I listen, I told you you could watch this on your own and No, and, no, and, it's uh, funny. It's funny. I didn't want to poison it. Um and No, I was actually and really I glad it because I, I have enjoyed it, but you know, a bit of uh off the rails, kinda got one wheel back on the on the rail, I think. Yeah, I think that it was a good enough ending to season one 
that people will still be excited for season two. I don't think it blew anybody's minds. Yeah. Although I was completely wrong about last week. A lot of people said episode seven was their absolute favorite. And I <laughs> couldn't find anything redeeming about it except for the um, cold open, which he didn't even like. Um, so, I mean, we may be completely, I, I mean, I guess what's nice about these videos is we make it as soon as we watch it. So we don't get influenced by anybody. This yeah. is just like raw sure. <laughs> reaction. Um, but I think it ended well enough that, that we'll be psyched for season two, but it didn't, it didn't, um, ex- none of it excited me. I, I think that there are going to be a lot of people who have a lot of issues with, I, I don't think anyone's going to be concerned about loyal i'm still gonna say loyal you're gonna be concerned about loyal um but i think that uh you know Perrin is gonna be a disappointment for people i think the the uh naive Egwene thing is is probably gonna be a little bit awkward no i think people are just gonna argue like you can't heal death. Yeah, well that's so that's been a big part of the pro- problem is for people is that it's been death of a thousand cuts you can take some liberties and most people will be like, ah, and then they'll move on. But it's just like, mm-hmm. bump, liberty, 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 free advertising there. <laughs> welcome. Sponsors. <laughs> um, what's up with Min in the wagon? Like Min was just like, peace out, everybody. Um, so, yeah, she saw people dying. Yeah, so I guess she was just afraid. And she did and see, left. actually, a nice little touch. She saw Nynaeve die there. Now that I think about it. Yeah, she, she saw, saw her that. fall down, and, yeah. and so that was nice. Nice little foreshadowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of wrote it off as like, okay, whatever, you're seeing things, but and I saw, oh, you see, Nynaeve, it's probably her dying in like twenty episodes, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, nice little touch. Yeah. Still no britches. <laughs> it's the britches that'll get you. <laughs> um, no, apparently, people said that she didn't wear the tight britches at this point. I just think men, and I think britches. That's you don't um, you don't have the bridge timeline. <laughs> I don't. I did not actually like yeah. lay out like when does she start to change you her style? Not a when fan. Do, like when do the bridges? What happen? kind of fan does not know what color uh, are her bridges? Oh, sometimes she's oh in in Dumai's Wells she's wearing like rose colored bridges. I remember that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I did. I, I mentioned um, the blight here. I for me, what really worked again, it kind of. I'm not sure about when um, mask came off and that whole thing, but the the dream sequence uh, with with the the, the little moss and there's mm. a, little, a lot of nice little touches that's when they saw that you. that that mushroom covered. Uh, yeah. But, so there's a lot of nice stuff there, and that's why I wish to again slow down. And well, pull with, back with and... the blight, like it's supposed to be just like diseased, and yeah. like I did get like when you saw the the, the corpse, you yeah. were like, yeah. yeah. And when the stuff was creeping on Rand, I mean, like, oh my god, when he like stabs through Moraine, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that was incredibly graphic, but at the same time, the way they angled it, it wasn't that bad, you know, because they she had open mouth, so you could yeah. just see that. Oh. But yeah, so you don't actually see. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was, it was Odd, an odd, nice, uh, gory touch. I don't like gore, but it was a nice little... Well, it makes me wish that there were more, and I think we complained about this before, like, I wish that there was more Baalzaman dreams, because you yeah. get more about the Dark One, you get more about the characters and what they want. Um, if it were me, there would be one dream per episode that sort of, like, leaves yeah. sort of like a trail of breadcrumbs. Sure. You could really echo characters' wants and where they are and those yeah. little check-ins. Hold on! Suan was like the dark ones at the eye of the world. You have to go. So like, I guess that was that place was the eye of the world, whatever that may mean to them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I still can't get over the sci-fi thing. <laughs> Wait to hear more of my expertly crafted theory. 5G. <laughs> Straight 5G. Up. All right. Well, uh, I feel like I've I've said pretty much my thoughts on this episode, and I still need to marinate. Um, but that's that. So overall, episode and season. Give me some rankings. How many uh, how many heron mark swords would you give this? <laughs> um, this episode I would give six heron mark swords out of ten. This you? episode? Yeah. Uh, so I I'd probably say six or seven, but mm-hmm. um, I, I I I could go up or down based mm-hmm. on when I like again I just can't put my wrap my head around the the confrontation with the dark one you know my thing is like i think that now that this is done they need to look at those directors and like the directors directors of 4 5 and 6 mm-hmm. episodes 4 5 and 6 please keep them on and yeah. the ep- the directors of episodes 1 7 and i'm going to say 8 ditch them because yeah. I, I just can't get over how good I don't know that you could four five and put six that, were comparatively. Yeah, but I don't know if you could put that squarely on on uh, on the table. Um, squarely on the director. Uh, you, you know, you can, you, directors can change the script. No, these they, they felt completely different. They had different feels. Uh, yes, but you different pacing. No, no, different. but you can't discount the amount of content you have to sh- get through, and a lot of it is the decisions being made in the in the, in the story room. Sure. Um, so that's tough because mm. I, I, I agree and I, I definitely felt that. <sighs> Listen, they may have had a completely different plan for seven and eight. And once they didn't have Barney, they had to be like, well, how do we do this without Matt? Changes aside, this absolutely, this should have been 12 episodes. Oh my God, yes. Uh, at the very least 10. It needed more downtime. It needed more just journeying. It needed more rand with sword fighting it needed more oh, rand and training. training it needed more character bonding it needed more um building up the mythos it needed well, rand and land training is book two i believe so but yeah they needed more we need more there was sword training i'm remembering some from book two but it's been a while since i read book one i remember after like shortly after winter night he's remembering a lot of his training and whatnot so all we know about Rand at this point, he's 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 a bumpkin who's like in a bumpkin town, but he's even like even more bumpkin than the bumpkins in the bumpkin town. Bumpkin, uh, <laughs> many layered bumpkin. Yeah, uh, and he's uh, adopted and wool headed. Did they they work that land in right? Did I don't they? think they did. God, you, you goddamn fools, <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, let's fix this. I mean. I don't think Lord Jeffrey can say. I think it's more Rafe. No, no. This is Jeffrey. He's accountable. Okay. It's his baby. Just like when, when a package doesn't show up on time, it's, it falls squarely on Jeff. Okay. I'm sad we never got any of the Wheel of Time boxes. Did any of you get the Wheel of Time Amazon boxes? I ordered a million Christmas gifts and got zero Wheel oh, of Time boxes. Oh. Very sad. Very disappointing. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, like people were getting awesome like boxes. Got a captive like, audience, time. right? Everyone who is ordering there 
Did, were there like pamphlets inside? No, but it was like cool, like Maureen on the no, box. No. What I'm asking is, it would have been funny if it was Rand on the box, because Rand in the box. Everyone, yuck, yuck. All right, joke. Continue. What? What? what later. He doesn't know yet. Yeah, it's the ultimate Rand joke. Yeah, so it's something to do with uh, trying to. Okay, sure. Whatever. You know how this goes. This is another red wedding situation. Rand in a box. Yeah, I, 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 so. All right. Um, what's in the box it's rand um (laughs) (laughs) anyway happy holidays uh we're gonna keep creating uh wheel of time related videos even though the show is over we've got lots of theories season's over um so yeah i think probably the show's over over. (laughs) yeah actually i I just saw yesterday again that they're they're streaming like crazy it's it's, oh um, yeah it's like in the billions now which is awesome there's like 1.3 1.3 billion streams of the, the show? Yeah. No. Come on, really? Yeah. It it was the it's most streamed show in the world. I think this week or last week. I don't know. It keeps showing up on Instagram. That's insane. And if you're on Instagram, I'm at What's the Word Podcast. If you want to check it out, give a follow. I don't know, maybe. Feedback's welcome. Yes, feedback is welcome. Comments are welcome. I swear we have empathy. <laughs> we want to know how you felt about this season as a whole. Um, how do you feel like it ended? And um, any other inaccuracies you love to point out? <laughs> no, I, I like to hear it. Like, listen, I, I said from the get-go, uh, my stuff is is uh, stale. I haven't finished the series. I'm early on. Uh, I'm probably going to revisit as we go through the, the TV series. I'll probably, like, read up ahead. Yeah, I but think that's not a good far idea. ahead. Yeah. Um, and because I've enjoyed it, and it's definitely I, for me. I know there's a lot of criticism the show is getting. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is warranted in a lot of ways, and I understand the frustration because I've seen, like I said, I've seen a lot of my favorite properties become uh, movies and shows and that kind of thing, and hasn't always met my expectations. And I see that they're making they've made some big changes, and I, for whatever reason, I've been able to separate and be I guess it's probably because I don't have the same attachment as a lot of these people um these people uh what what people well the big fans like true true yeah. fans true fans you mean yeah having this ring for 20 something years but it's interesting you you've been uh very accepting of a lot of these changes you question them you point them out but you know you're and i think that that's that's you know again i'm not trying to tell anyone how to enjoy things but i, I think it's good to be able to say like that's different i don't agree with it but um it's not gonna necessarily get in the way and it's i i, I get the rand thing like this doesn't really feel like rand and part of i think the biggest issue there is he just doesn't have the screen time hmm. and he's kind of been sidelined but i mean how, what's your, what's your secret <laughs> of staying like chill? Well, staying I don't know if it's chill. Like not like, like yeah. I the guess first season of anything isn't good. Let's be honest. Oh my god, Buffy! Buffy was like our all time favorite show. Season one is unbearable. They're figuring out who these people are. They're figuring out their form. Season one of Game of Thrones. It was okay. I watched it because I read the books. It's very uh, like, you should go have you have you watched the the first episode, the pilot? No, is it brutal? It, it it's it so the way it's written and the way it's executed is good, but it it's so budget. Right. So I I'm okay with it 
because these characters live in my head and in my heart and I know what happens, how it ends and being able to see it visualized on the screen in whatever manner, it's pretty good. Like, I'll take it. I've waited so long for this. Yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, also, like, I'm in my 40s. Like, I'm I'm excited about this, but it's it's not, like, I've already made my impressions. Like, the Wheel of Time has already made its impressions on me that are indelible. If this isn't great, maybe I'll just turn it off. But so far, I'm enjoying seeing my friends that lived in my head on the screen. Mm. And they're doing different things. And they're keeping me on my toes because no. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, so that, so that's, that's exciting yes. to me. That, no, that's interesting. I think that might be it. Because, uh, like I said, for, I, I don't know. I, again, I think it's just that I'm not a true fan. Because um, I get frustrated with stuff. And you, I bounced off Star Wars, remember? Like it wasn't, remember. Was, we can't well, even talk about Star it, Wars. No, that's not true. Because I, I finally, after Mando, I was like, okay, it hurt enough and I got tired of hearing. And like, I started to see signs that was like, okay, they're they're clearly going back to the heart of what Star Wars is. And that's a big part of the frustration is that people feel like the heart isn't there mm-hmm. of this. And um, I don't know if we're being distracted by a lot of the 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 positive like the, the the scenery and the fact that we're seeing it on screen for you know finally and uh there's a lot of good here i i think objectively there's a lot of good and it's i really i genuinely have enjoyed it despite a lot of like eye rolling and a lot of like liberties that i've disagreed with but it's an interesting study to see where and again culturally you see so much of this now where people are like that's not the thing, and I get it because I've been there, and I like I said, totally yeah. bounced off Star Wars for about you know two three years. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It what is it? I really want to think uh, up till season two why this was okay for me, and it's probably like I said the fan thing. But you're an interesting case. Well, it's new Wheel of Time content in a way because <laughs> the books have ended. Brandstand has said I'm not writing more Wheel of Time. It's not my series to write. And I'm glad because Stormlight Archive is is like a gift. It is wonderful. Um, but it's it's me being surprised again. It's yeah. me being yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to find out what happens because I don't know. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how many times you do rereads. Like, it's 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 gold having something new and different to look like seeing Luce Theron tonight. Like, wow, oh my gosh, it's Luce Theron and he's talking to Latropose. That's so cool. Yeah. And yeah, like the content of their conversation was kind of like it couldn't have been written by an AI. But, <laughs> you know... It, Probably was. Like, there's still joy in um, something new. So that's yeah. what's kept me on board. But of course my writer's ear is is catching a lot of things that are like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Like, oh, I would change that. Oh, these motivations are brutal. Um, so, yeah, it's a mixed bag, but it's a bag that I'm ready to dig into in season two. So that's that's how I'm feeling. That that new bit is, is actually, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that uh, because I, I, I remember Eye of the World most distinctly. Um, and uh, I was sad to see some of the parts that I loved not there. But yeah, it was it was it was nice. I kept saying it was a ride, and it was a ride. Yeah, and just not knowing what's next. It's a good thing. All right, everybody, love to hear what you have to say. What's the word, everybody? Good night.